Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. And today's episode alters sides, the military life. And today's episode, it's a little different because I will be speaking about different point of views from a civilian side of things versus the military side of things. And again, sometimes we unknowingly compare our situations and immediately assume no one knows how we feel, right? We tend to victimize ourselves so we can win the argument and we have that propensity to compete instead of compromise without considering nor understanding what the other party is feeling. And when we're on the inside of things, it's really hard to look at the entire situation from a bird's eye view. You know, when we're on the outside looking in, it's easy to kind of tell where the problem lies. But when you're on the inside, it's not so easy. You know, so if we start off and we look at it from a civilian's point of view, we look at when our loved ones are overseas or they're in boot camp. It's the weight for us. That weight will almost drive us completely insane because we are our human nature, I guess, is to just immediately think the worst when we're sitting there waiting on that phone call. We're waiting on that letter. And I know from my own personal experience, as embarrassing as it was, I remember, say I'm 35 now, but my ex-husband and I, when we first got married, I think I think I was 20 or 21. I, I believe I was 21 when we got married. And I remember he was in the Navy. He went to boot camp. And it was about maybe two or three weeks that had gone by. No, it was probably about three or four weeks that had gone by without me receiving a letter from him because that's how we communicated that long ago. We had to communicate by letter. And he, I couldn't, I couldn't get a hold of him. And I remember the letter that he had wrote me two or three weeks prior to that. He was telling me about every, all the upcoming events that were coming up and what they had to do and how cold it was outside and everything. So I was worried. I'm new. I'm 21. I don't know anything. And I was pregnant. So I was super emotional. Um, But I remember I got so worried that I didn't receive that letter. I started looking up everything online, trying to figure out what they do, what step are they in, where they would be. And I got so worried. I ended up actually calling Great Lakes and asking if I could speak to my ex-husband. And I remember the lady answered and she was just like, ma'am, if he, if anything happened to him, you would definitely know, but he's fine. And I was super emotional. Again, I was pregnant and young, just didn't know, didn't have any clue what was going on. But as I was going to, or or as I was speaking to her, I just said, ma'am, could you please, I'm just, I'm kind of freaking out now. Could you please just relay a message and just if it's possible, can you let me know if he passed his swim test <laughs> and if he's done the gas chamber or not? Like I, I was young, dumb. I, I didn't understand anything. I was worried and I was crying on the phone with her. And I was like, and just tell him that I love him. And she was like, ma'am, if you really want me to relay this message, I will. But are you sure? And I don't know why she did it. She literally did it. And I remember how, upset my ex-husband was with me when he was able to call me he was just like did you really 
call up here and have them. He said, do you know how embarrassing that is? He was like, Man, Robin, don't ever do that again. Like, you cannot do that. But I didn't know. I was young. I, I didn't know. It was just kind of like the nurturing side of me. I was very emotional. But I didn't realize that because in my mind, the weight was just driving me crazy. And my mind immediately went to the worst thing possible without even thinking properly. And also being on base and actually having these classes with other military moms and other mil military fathers that are there with the children. It's you get to the point where that gets old and you have these group sessions and everyone's speaking about all the, the adversities that they're facing with their significant others being gone and how hard it is to try to keep it together for the children and keep it together for yourself. And when they're overseas or when they're in boot camp, like your mind wanders. And the, the number one thing that you think all the time is what if, right? Some people think about, you know, infidelity when they're over there. Some people think about if they get hurt, if if they are going to come back alive, if they're going to have to take care of the children by themselves, if they're ever going to come home again. Like it's, it's a lot of what ifs that goes on from a civilian point of view, even from the parents, the parents whose children are in the military, you know, they'll sit and write them letters and they just completely want to unload everything. Your grandmother passed away, your grandfather's sick, your father's sick, and your sister moved away. She moved to an entire different country. And we don't think about things like that. So as some parents with children in the military, they think I'm going to write them a letter or when I'd speak to them on the phone, I want to give them all the information I can. That way they know because they wouldn't, I wouldn't want to just uh, come home and them that know, and then they'll be upset with me if they come home and they realize that I didn't tell them that, you know, their loved one passed away or their other loved one moved to a different country. That's, that's the civilian mindset. Some of us are going to completely unload and some civilians are going to just definitely hold back and not say anything for the sake of the military loved ones that are going through all the things that they're going through. But from the military state of mind, I remember when my brother was in the military and he would write me letters. And I remember him telling me, if there's anything wrong going on at home, do not tell me about it. And I just, I completely didn't understand why, you know, I was, I think when my brother was in special ops, I think I was only 15 or 16. So I really didn't understand. I just said, okay. And just went on about my day. And then when my ex-husband was in the Navy, he told me the same thing. He said, some things I just don't want to know about. I just, I, I cannot take it mentally to hear about things that are happening, whether it be happening to you and the baby or whatever the case may be. He said, I just can't take it. There's too much going on. But he didn't really, he couldn't, he didn't really have the time to explain to me when we were on the phone with each other as to why. But then I remember running into my friend Mike from high school and he told me that he completely went off on his wife because his wife told him that his grandmother had passed away 
And he didn't, he, he was apologizing. He said, I still apologize to my wife till this day because of how I treated her. He said, I didn't mean to treat her that way. He said, it was the simple fact of what I was, what was going on in my mindset. I didn't have any time to mourn my own grandmother. That was the last thing I needed to hear right before I went on deployment was that my mother passed away and I didn't even get notified. That was the way I was notified. And I remember thinking from all three of them and even a few more of my friends that are in the military, all of them have said it's, it's such a mental battle because they are constantly adjusting. Everything that they go through is foreign to them. It's unfamiliar and it's unknown. They don't know they can, they can, uh, they can tell them that they're going to be in one state or one country. And then two seconds later, they have new orders that now they're actually going to be stationed somewhere else. And that's how the military moves. So not only when you, when they get to boot camp, they're actually being broken down mentally to build them back up. So they have to deal with that. They have to adjust to this new lifestyle. They have to adjust to getting to know everyone that's in the barracks. They may have to deal with some racism. They may have to deal with a lot of different biases. They may have to deal with a lot of different things. So they are constantly on guard when they're in these new environments and it's constantly changing every day. So not only are the ones who actually go out on deployment do they have to deal with a, a mental battle over there? They still have to deal with a mental battle within as well, within their own selves and within their barracks, because they have to always have that guard up because they don't know when someone else's mental stability is going to become unstable and how this person may react. So they're always on alert. They're always on watch. They're always on guard. They don't have time to relax and even sometimes if they do have time to relax, what little time they do have to relax, they sometimes may not always want to be on the phone. Some do. Some can take all of that mental. It just depends on the strength of what person is actually over there, where their mental status is. Because everyone's mental stability, it's going to be on a different scale depending on what size of a load that this person can take that this person may not be able to take. And that's where a lot of the, the disagreements come from is it people aren't wanting to see from both sides of the fence. They're just wanting, I just need you to see from this side and see how I'm feeling because I'm stressed out because your kids, oh, I wish you just, you have no idea how lucky you are that you're not stuck with a screaming baby and a sick baby all the time. And it's like some people say those things and they regret it because they don't realize if you were to switch roles, you, you would much rather be at home taking care of your sick child than to be on deployment in a different country going to war. And it's like some people say things without realizing how bad that is to say something like that. Because if you really took the time out to switch roles, you would realize that's that that really was not something that you should have said. Civilians and the military men and women, 
we all have things to adjust to. Life itself is a big adjustment. But sometimes instead of victimizing ourselves and some of us internalize and some of us may even verbalize too much. But we just need to actually take that time out and just sometimes just pray for each other because you never know where someone's state of mind is at. And before we start feeling like, oh, it's, oh, woe is me and it's all me and I want people to have sympathy for me and I just need to win this argument. I I need to win over, win over this sympathy. Just think, just say, how are you? Sometimes just asking someone how they are first can go, it, it can just speak volumes because sometimes that's what people need. People just need to know that somebody out there actually cares about how their day is going before you get on the phone or they open up a letter and you're just, you know, unloading everything on them without checking on them. Sometimes people just want to know that people care if, hey, are you okay? How are you doing today? And that's it. Sometimes that's literally all it takes instead of always trying to win. And we just, we forget about taking that extra step to just think and let me actually start changing and and actually start understanding. Let me actually start listening to understand instead of just trying to listen to reply and win this sympathy over. Let me actually just take two extra seconds to check on my wife, my son, my daughter, my boyfriend, whatever the case may be. Just check on them because that's a lot. A lot of times, no matter if you're on the civilian side or the military side, that other person just needs you to just ask them, are they okay? And that's literally all they need. Are you okay? And I'm just letting you know that I love you. And those very words are just like gold. That sometimes is all people need is just to hear that and all their troubles can go away just by hearing those simple words. So for those of you who are dealing with military lifestyles, just kind of take that extra time to realize what the other person is dealing with from both ends and not so much compare your lifestyles to each other. It's not a battle. It's not a competition. You're not trying to say who has it worse, the civilian side or the military side, because you both do. You both can't assume that you know what this person is feeling or this person doesn't know how you're feeling. At the end of the, at the, end of the day, you both are feeling pain. You both are feeling hurt. You both are yearning and missing each other and missing your loved ones. And that hurts. So no matter the situation, you can't worry about the situation and how much, uh, you know, how much higher of a volume this pain is or this hurt is versus this person, because you both are hurting equally at the end of the day. And that's what you have to take into consideration so instead of fighting each other, just take those, take that extra step to just try to understand, try to listen to them. Even if they don't feel like speaking about it, you still, in your mind, try to internalize that thought of what he or she could be going through from either side, from either point of view. Again, I'm Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. Don't forget to book your one-on-one or call in 463 463- 
269-5142. Stay blessed.